Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf, and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week, we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Move Forward podcast and for another quick burst of information and inspiration to help you along your journey. Now, before we begin, I want to shout out and ask all of you, how has your day been going? Have you been drinking lots of water? Have you made time for movement in some form of exercise or physical activity? And have you consumed fruits and vegetables? I think it's always important to take some time and to think about what are we consuming and what are we doing throughout our day to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and maintaining our goals. Now, if you don't have any personal goals, That is the first step. It doesn't have to be major goals, but you should always have a goal so that you can keep track of where you're at. So personally, I have some small goals of making sure that I move for at least 30 minutes to an hour each day. And I like to consume about three to four liters of water, depending on how hot it is outside and how intense my workouts have been. And just recently, I have been working on a goal to make sure that I eat at least two full meals with a big ass salad. If you guys watch me on Instagram, you will likely see how I eat most of my meals. And for the most part, I am really healthy and I eat a lot of vegetables. But I just recently have found that I have been slacking on the meals. I still eat really healthy, but what I was doing was I was eating snacking and munching more instead of creating a full meal. And so when I do this, I find I'm just not consuming as many vegetables as I would like um, if I were to have a proper meal. So it's a new goal and I have been working at it. And so far today, I have had two large salads and a really big smoothie, which was packed with lots of spinach and raspberries and superfoods. So I am doing good so far today, I guess. So these goals of mine are what is going to lead me into today's topic of nutrition and choosing to pay attention to our body, how it feels and how it reacts to the food when we consume these foods. So I recently went to a support group gathering with people who have GBS or Guillain-Barre syndrome, and it was an opportunity for me to see what people are focusing on and how they are moving on while they recover after a crazy disease like this. 
And if you haven't heard of Guillain-Barre, it is an illness that attacks the nervous system. So basically, you wake up one day and typically you're unable to move your limbs um, and your body becomes paralyzed. There's no specific reason or specific cause of this, the, this disorder other than the possibility that these people have come in contact with some kind of bacteria in food or perhaps after being bit by a mosquito that has West Nile virus or after booster shots. Each have uh, seemed to have a link, but nothing is for sure. So anyways, I'm not here to talk about the GBS today, but rather the fact that I was shocked at the lack of knowledge with nutrition when healing after an illness. I didn't get a sense that these people who were still in the healing stages were consuming healthy foods, and it's not my job to judge anyone, but rather to ask the question, why not? Why is health and nutrition not at the top of the importance role for people who are healing and people who need to give their bodies the nutrition that it needs to heal, to regrow nerves, and to have the energy to do so? And in fact, I actually have a theory that the reason why their bodies were attacked in the first place by this bacteria or viruses is likely because of an unhealthy gut right? And so if you have leakages in the gut, that allows these things to absorb into your system. Um, So that's just a theory of mine. But that's another uh, discussion all on its own again. So we can get on to that one another time. So it is 2019. And we have had many, many years of experimenting and reviewing what foods do and don't do to our cells, to our organs, to our muscles, everything which makes up our bodies. Now, I'm not a scientist or someone who can actually see what's happening to these organs and these cells when we look at food and how it reacts to our bodies. But over the past 15 to 20 years, I have been an investigator a researcher, and I am very passionate about learning through books and podcasts, through other people's journeys, and even my own health struggles. And with all that knowledge, what I have found are two key things when it comes to food, which we should be concerned about. So I really want to make it as simple as possible for all of you who are not as keen to research it on your own. I have these two key points that I want to give to you. And these two key points, not only will they be what you want to focus on when you're healing after an illness, but rather what you want to always be aware of, okay? You always want to be aware of these two key points. I believe it's a very basic way of looking at your current diet and learning how to live a more sustainable, enjoyable life. If you listen and you incorporate these two key points, you will likely find that you have more energy less pain, more happiness, and an all-around more functioning body with less ailments and possible chance of getting diseases. So again, this has to do with food. These are my two key points that I would suggest to all of you. And by the way, if you are already eating a very healthy diet and feeling confident with that, well done. And this might just be another reminder of why you have adapted these real foods into your everyday life. And if you're not someone who's made some of the healthier choices, food choices in the past, perhaps this is a wake-up call for you. And just another pointer in the right direction of how important it is to eat well. Okay, so number one, 
limit the foods that will cause inflammation. We know that chronic inflammation is a result to illnesses and diseases such as heart failure, diabetes, MS, cancer, asthma, eczema, osteoporosis, migraines, autoimmune diseases. Honestly, guys, this list goes on and on and on. So when talking about food as a stressor, which causes this inflammatory stress response on your body, we are looking at foods like processed meats, sugary drinks, trans fat foods in fried foods and highly processed oils, white breads and pastas, gluten, box processed snack foods like chips and crackers, granola bars, even dairy, milk, cheese, yogurts, and of course, anything high in sugar. So all of these things will cause inflammation in the body. And I can guarantee that this list of foods is what majority of the population is eating on a daily basis. And not just for one meal, but for all of your meals. And I get it. It's delicious. It's tasty, good. And, and you're used to these foods. You were raised on eating them. And it feels normal to you. It feels like a way of life. Eating other foods may seem strange and maybe even uncomfortable or maybe not enjoyable. Now, before I go on, I am not saying that you can't ever eat any of these foods that I've listed above, but I'm just telling you, and these are the foods that cause inflammation, which will lead to illness. So perhaps instead of eating these foods every single day for every single meal, maybe you just have one of these things in your meal, or maybe you have one meal a day or once a week that you allow yourself to eat these foods. I know it seems nearly impossible when you've been eating all of these foods as your staple foods, but I'm here to simply give you the knowledge and to plant the seed. And I am going to just give you that information and you can choose to do what you want to do with it. There is so much information showing that these certain foods will cause chronic inflammation, which is likely a result in some kind of illness. It's as simple as that, guys. So number two, for the important key points that I want to share with you all about food is consuming nutrients, minerals, vitamins in your food and water, which is what your body wants and needs to function to its optimal level. It is medicine and it is possible. Like I said earlier, it is 2019, and especially if you live here in Canada or the United States, we have the resources right at our fingertips. You can get these healthy, nutrient-packed foods, superfood powders, even supplements, which are specific vitamins and minerals that your body may need. And again, I try to keep it as simple as possible for you. And these foods are the foods that are not processed or found in a box. These are foods that are real. These are your vegetables, your fruits, your nuts, and your seeds, your herbs, and your spices. Now, I don't eat meat, but if you are eating meat, you can also find fish that is full of healthy, real fats, and it's not processed. These are foods, and these are things that you should be eating in order to maintain a healthy body. It blows my mind how we have resorted to making food-like products, which are fast and easy to prepare, but are actually very harmful for us, when what we need to be consuming is what is made from the earth. 
Now we can get all technical and add superfood powders and protein powders and MCT oil or seaweed, spirulina and other superfoods to our menu. But if it seems complicated, just start small. Start with the basics. Adding in more real food like your fruits and your vegetables, your nuts and your seeds. And I want you to just walk through the produce section. Go to the grocery store or the farmer's market and buy the majority of your foods from this aisle. Personally, this is where 90% of my groceries come from. So I want you guys to imagine. I want you to imagine feeling pain-free. Imagine full of energy, feeling fit, feeling strong, and feeling healthy. Now, I'm not saying that food is the only thing that will get you feeling all these good feelings, but it is the basis, and it's really the easiest way to allow anyone and everyone to just start. Food is your medicine and your energy source. So please, people, let's incorporate more real foods into your diets. Start by adding more veggies into each meal. Or maybe once a day, you have a big, massive salad filled with all sorts of vegetables. Make your own salad dressing so that you're not consuming any of these high inflammatory oils in most dressings and add some lemon or maybe even jalapeno to add some nice flavor. Okay, so you have my two favorite key points that I use and what I think about when I think about food. We want to limit the food that causes inflammation and we want to eat foods that lower inflammation and are packed with nutrients. It's as simple as that. Now, if it doesn't seem so simple to you, please don't feel overwhelmed. Just start slow and make some better food choices each day. I highly recommend talking to your doctor or a naturopath if you can, or even a nutritionist. Even the workers at a health food store can give you some advice on how to eat more nutrient-packed diets. So if you are interested in supplements, I would recommend, again, getting professional advice. But I also recently did a podcast with my naturopath, Dr. Sarah Olehan-Turner, and we went through some of my favorite supplements and why we recommend them. And you can find that information on episode number 37. I personally love to take certain supplements because I know that I'm not getting everything that I need in my diet especially things like magnesium. So magnesium is something that we used to get a lot in our vegetables. But sadly, with the way that we farm these days, we are killing a lot of the nutrients that's in the soil. And in turn, we are finding less of those vitamins in the actual vegetables. So this is where taking a supplement of some of the vitamins will help you get enough for your optimal nutrition. As many of you know, I work with clients with neurological disorders and illnesses, and I have one client who had their blood tested, and they were very low on vitamin B12, which is actually very common for those people who are dealing with neurological disorders. And so they were receiving B12 injections once a week for a couple of months, and now up to, I believe it's once a month. And so obviously, this is a higher dose of the vitamin. And I can honestly share that after each shot, they would have intensive nerve pain that evening. And then the following few days after, they would see 
amazing improvements in the muscle function. The muscles were stronger and they had more stamina. And so this is just another example of how it's just obvious. Our body wants and needs these nutrients to function properly. So let's choose to give what it wants. Another thing is to really just honestly pay attention to how you feel if you've eaten something. For instance, after I've consumed oats, I would always have a stomach ache. I would feel really low energy. I would get these pains in my stomach and I really just didn't feel right. I never really listened to my body and I just continued to deal with the pain. I would push through that bloated stomach and the extreme stomach pains and I would consume another granola bar and another bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. And then when I finally had the blood test done to see my food sensitivities, it came back with oatmeal being very high sensitivity for me. And it all made sense. I knew all along, but I just didn't listen. So another example is my boyfriend's daughter has always had these ear infections and she gets really sick often. And I know that with some research that I've done, that dairy products or even gluten or sugar can cause these inflammatory responses that she was having and that phlegm buildup. And sure enough, we finally have her tested and she has a sensitivity to both the dairy and the gluten. So I've spoke with her about this and I'm not just wanting to completely take away the ice cream from her. It's one of her favorite foods and she has many happy memories of, enjo of enjoying it. But when she eats it, she is now aware of how it can make her feel. So often she will start to cough and she will start to get a phlegm build up sometimes within minutes of eating the ice cream. And so she consciously knows that she doesn't want to feel like that. She doesn't want to get sick. And so often now she will actually stay away from it. She will make the choice not to eat it because she doesn't want to have that nasty cough and that runny nose. So it really is amazing how you can just pay attention to how you feel and how your body feels after you're consuming food. Another really neat thing about consuming healthy food is that everything else in your life will thrive. Often your mood will improve. Your chances of depression will decrease greatly. I have met many people who used to have a temper and once they changed their food choices, they are now able to control their emotions. I've seen a strong link between food and anxiety. I know I've said this before, but food really is medicine and we can choose to consume food that will help us thrive and live well or food that will harm us and cause all sorts of crazy things to happen to us. So now that I've completed that rant, I think you get the idea of how and why I am so passionate about what we are consuming and how and why we want to make sure that we have some healthier choices. Now, I'm not saying that I am personally perfect with what I eat. I do still love to enjoy dessert and I will add in some goat cheese to my salads and I'll eat a piece of cake at a birthday party. But for the most part, each day I am consuming as many nutrient-dense foods as possible. 
I like to include all of the colors of the rainbow each day in my food. And I really do like to plan ahead to do things like make my lunch ahead of time. If I'm going to be out and if I'm going to be on the run that day, I will pack it ahead of time so that I know that I'm getting these nutrients and these good healthy foods that I need. I really do have a passion for health and food, and I know that it's not going to be as important to some of you, but if you do have some health concerns or worries, I would really recommend being aware of what you are consuming and maybe how you can make some shifts in your daily routine. I know I personally had no idea how good I could feel and how living in pain wasn't normal or necessary until I made the choices and I made that shift. Now I am aware of how I feel and if I get a cold sore or a headache, it's likely because I have drank alcohol or maybe too many fried inflammatory foods. If I get an itchy mouth and ears, it's when I've had too much sugar. So these are some of the small signs from our bodies telling us to listen, telling us to do something to feel better. So I want you to listen to these signs. Be aware, be aware of how you feel and what your body is telling you because these small signs are where you can stop the problem so that it doesn't turn into something bigger like cancer or diabetes or any chronic diseases. Stop before it becomes a scary, life-threatening situation. All right, guys, so thank you for tuning in. I hope I have inspired some of you to maybe add a few more healthy vegetables into your diet. And until next time, please continue to shine your light and move forward. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.